Welcome to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and throughout this show, we are going to give you a couple of very important contact pieces of information. One is the number to call, one 878 silver That's an easy number to remember. And the website, guildhallwealth.com. And with me, as always, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, our theme this week, the Fed is frightened. And that extends to all central banks around the world. We're going to be talking about Hong Kong some news with them. We're going to be talking about bond markets. We're going to be talking about updates on what's happening in the U.S. economy, and in particular, a very exciting article that's going to be presented throughout the show on a warning from the feds and what's happening in the banking system right now. It's very scary, and all the more reason, Jeremy, we should be owning the assets of gold and silver. What say you this week, my friend, about gold and silver? Well, there's been a lot happening. First out the gate, we know that the Fed dropped interest rates. We're, we're taping the show on uh, Thursday, October 31st. Happy Halloween. Uh, Post-Halloween. Uh, Hong Kong is officially in recession. Uh, Routers reporting that, saying that uh, gold rose on Thursday uh, as the dollar came under pressure from the U.S. Federal Reserve interest rate cut and the uncertainty around the U.S.-China trade deal. So there were... Um, some Chinese officials that cast doubt on the long-term trade deal with the U.S. And we've gone back and forth with this seesaw on uh, it's going to happen, it's not going to happen. And that's got the market spooked in Hong Kong, or in China rather. And then Hong Kong did dip into recession after almost five months of protests and the persistent China-U.S. trade war, as we just discussed. So that is certainly one thing that's coming out. There was an article as well coming out from Forbes that, uh, speaking of China, that Chinese investors have been piling into gold on the backs of the economic worries. And uh, where the, they've been putting their money has actually been ETFs, which is problematic in, in my opinion, because there is counterparty risk. There's no guarantee of delivery. It's an easy way to get in, get exposure to the gold market, but there's definitely counterparty risk there. And if you're going to own gold, you don't want to have counterparty risk. You want to know that it's yours. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. So uh, that's, um, that's, that's spooky that these Chinese investors are, are trying to pile into gold, but they're piling into what's effectively a derivative. Well, that is spooky, and there is enough news out there that in bringing this to the public, there is certainly a growing sense of uncertainty, and with that comes the unfortunate job of having to highlight some of these problems, Jeremy. Not only are we now seeing one of the major centers of the world in Hong Kong officially in recession, but I don't believe that we here in Canada, those in the U.S., and many other of the G20 nations are very far off themselves, and it may only be the fact that by headlines they haven't admitted it. Yeah, you know, there was um, a great interview with Michael Pento on Greg Hunter. He is the author of The Coming Bond Market Collapse. And what he expects with the drop in the interest rate from the Fed is he thinks that the long-term curve is going to drop and uh, that the short-term end of the curve is not going to drop as quickly and you're going to end up with an inversion. And as we know that the inversion, the yield curve inversion, is an indication of an, um, an of a coming recession, which we've seen already in the past, and people have in the recent months, and people have said that a recession is probably a year out, and I think that's what's got the the Fed spooked is that they know a recession's coming, and as Greg as uh, 
sorry, as Michael Pento was pointing out, which has been pointed out by many, that the Fed usually needs about 500 basis points to battle a recession. They need to be able to drop interest rates down, but they don't have that tool in their pocket anymore. So what they're doing is instead of trying to fight a recession when it comes, they're trying to stave it off from occurring in the first place. And so that's why you get these insurance, and I put quotes around that, insurance cut. And even the Bank of Canada is starting to explore the idea of an insurance cut. Listen, if things were that great, you're not cutting rates. If things were that great, you're not, extent, you're not expanding the balance sheet. But those two things are occurring, and you've got to look through it. So you want to talk trick-or-treat? That's the trick. Well, the trick always deserves a treat, and the treat is... If you're smart enough to be ahead of this, there are ways to ensure your wealth, one of which we love very much is the ownership of physical gold and silver. The number 18778silver will get you an absolute 100% free investor kit. It will get you information on gold, silver, natural, fancy colored diamonds. It will set you up for success. Jeremy, the website, guildhallwealth.com. Go there, find out more. Right now, I want people to know we have a great offer for every 100-ounce PAMP silver bar that you buy, it will be accompanied with a gorgeous Philharmonic 1-ounce coin free of charge. That's for every 100-ounce PAMP Swiss silver bar. You will get absolutely free of charge with it, a 1-ounce Philharmonic coin. That's our way of saying thank you. And also to point out that we have a seminar coming up very recently, a great opportunity for you to get educated, to talk amongst your peers and ask questions and hear questions being answered about registered accounts, how to get gold and silver into there. It's on our website coming up on November the 30th at 10.30 a.m. here at our Guildhall offices. And you, the listening public, are free to attend that just simply go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com, and there you can register for the seminar. When we come back, Jeremy, we're going to talk more about fears of recession. We're going to bring up a little more about bonds and yield curves, talk about some charts that are coming into the mainstream now that are a little bit difficult to comprehend, but nonetheless very important to look at. And why should we have precious metals in an RSP? It's a very simple thing to answer, but not everybody asks that question. So we're going to talk about that and more. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thank you for staying tuned. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We'll welcome you back. Jeremy, an interesting first segment, a very fast week for some of us, and a spooky week on the theme of Halloween, of course. And here we tape on Thursday, October the 31st. If you uh, had a good week and you were lucky enough to be part of those that got into the gold and silver market, we want to congratulate you for taking that step forward. Welcome to Guild Hall. And the financial markets, Jeremy, as they stand right now, a very difficult thing to predict, but nonetheless more and more headlines telling us we're heading in a different direction than most people would figure. We're hearing all of the governments around the world talk positively about their government, about their economies, especially in the U.S., Trump touting one of the best economies ever in history. We know this is a lie. Whether you support him or not doesn't make a difference. We know the numbers do not lie. And in particular, uh, they came out with very interesting article here on Zero Hedge called Six Scary Charts to Spook Investors This Halloween. And I think more than anything, this is just factual data that happens to fall in line with the week of Halloween. But it states here from Laura Frost via Bond Vigilantes that financial markets can be a scary place for investors. 
The U.S. economy is now in its longest expansion on record. The world is seeing record level of total debt, and now even some corporate bonds have negative yields. Well, let's isolate just three parts of that six-part series, which we'll put in our free newsletter, which goes out to everyone that wants it. So if you would like it, go over to guildhallwealth.com and register for it. And the first chart called High Yield, Beware the Tourists, it basically is saying that people are going out of their way, Jeremy, to find high yield. And they're doing so at a record level, and they're doing so at a record amount of risk. So to find that you know, 10% or more yield on their investments, they're willing to do things that 10 years ago would have been considered ultra risky. Hmm. And this is not investing in things like gold and silver, which is already smart to do. This is investing in high yield investments in stock markets around the world. And year to date, investors have seen some double digit return in certain areas, but the uncertainty is very, very clear. So just to get this into a context, we know that there's a trend towards negative yielding rates around the world. Uh, Canada and U.S. are sort of the la one of the last vestiges of positive rates, and the Fed just dropped again. So we know that rates are really low everywhere, so people have to take some additional risk if they want that actual yield. We know some of it goes into real estate, as, as an example. Some of it is going into to stocks because the people are still seeing some good gains in stocks and in sections. But in this case, they're going to what? They're, they're looking at higher risk bonds? It's true, Jeremy. You do have to take higher amounts of risk. And for some people around the world, this may mean that they're diving into Argentinian bonds or even Aust Austrian bonds. And these are uh, very foreign markets to most people to go and get 8 9 10% in return uh, on something that uh, is a 50-year bond. Great, good for them, but what populate what part of the population really has that kind of luck? Yet everyone is talking about taking more risk because they believe that this is a never-ending uh, bus that they're on that's never going to crash, that's never going to break down, that never needs an oil change. And recession is that reminder to all of us that having an insurance policy like gold and silver is a necessity. So when you talk about these markets, yes, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And as these markets get into these extended periods of long gains, this is where we see these big very sensitive pullbacks where a stock market, you could wake up on a Monday and it's down 6 7% easily without even the blink of an eye. Yeah, so you've got this low interest rate environment. People are having to take higher risk. You know, you look at this Argentinian bond and it just got hammered, um, you know, somewhere in late July. I guess they had, they had that election and that changed the fate of everything. So people who are taking more risk are having more issues. I know outside the bond market, even Deutsche Bank is having that issue, right? They're laying off more employees because they, they're having a tough time getting yield in this low in, low interest rate environment. So they're having to take on more and more risk. But let's get back to bonds. Well, I mean, it just means equities and bonds in general, um, they're supposed to be good for growth, right? In these environments, those interest and safe. Rate environments. But not in Germany, France, Japan, the UK, where real yield are negative even up to 30 years they're taking the risk of taking a negative yielding asset for 30 years so for 30 years you're locking into a loss yeah you want to guarantee a loss for what because you believe 
that the market's going to be horrible and that this is the least of the the bad bunch? Not even including the inflation that's going to rob the purchasing power of that as well. So you're getting a loss upon a loss. It's absolutely deadly. Yet here we go with gold before we end this segment. 9.3% 9.3% average since 2004. And uh, if you look at negative yields, they're spreading to corporate debt as well. And if you've seen enough of that negative yielding uh, government debt by now, uh, you got to look at this because this is the next phase of that negative yields. It's corporate debt. And uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but these are all the reasons why you need to have an insurance policy. You just get the sense out there all across the board, the Fed, businesses that... It, it is a duct tape economy, and we are running out of duct tape. And, you know, they can say, oh, we, we're taking care of the repo market right now, and we can put our finger on that and put a, a whole roll of duct tape over there, but w- where's the next hole going to come from? Well, it's a scary world, and let's talk more about it when we come back. Also, an article called The Fed Fears an Explosion on Wall Street. Here's how J.P. Morgan lit the fuse. Yes, the bank is responsible, and it is its own worst enemy. Get some gold and silver in your portfolio. To do so, go over to guildhallwealth.com. We're going to give away an absolute free-of-charge investor kit for you, the investor. Call in the number one eight seven seven eight silver and ask for it. It will be chock-full of information on the accounts we offer, tell you how to get into the registered accounts in particular, one that is very popular, how to put it into your TFSA and RSP, which we'll talk about later in the show. And right now, 100-ounce PAMP Swiss bars of silver, also come with a free one-ounce Philharmonic coin while the supplies last. Let's talk about that and much, much more when we come back. You're tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We were talking about a scary world, Jeremy, and again, every week we spell out the reasons why gold has been so good for so many people for so long, averaging nine over 9% silver, around 9% since 2004, which is really where this bull market begins its first climax in both gold and silver. And up until this point in time, we've seen four major peaks in the market, we're right at the bottom of a brand new bull market, an exciting time for investors to be getting into this market, watching their wealth grow, creating it. Go over to guildhallwealth.com. That's guildhallwealth.com or call the number one eight seven seven eight silver We'll give you a free investor kit and you can find out more about what we're discussing right here. Uh, Darren, you know, I just want to, before we go on to this other article about uh, um, JP Morgan, I just wanted to go back to the bond market for a moment because you were talking about in the last segment that um, a lot of investors are going into higher risk bonds. And it's interesting that uh, the the World Gold Council came out with an article uh, just yesterday saying that it might be time to replace some of these bonds with gold in the portfolio and that um, that funds should be considering increasing the typical allocation of gold in portfolios because it is more of a safe haven than the bond market. So I thought that was kind of interesting. We're going to put that article into the newsletter. Excellent. And again, it's very scary a world that we live in. Again, a week of spooking and Halloween themed stuff. But the ultimate end goal is to recognize those uh, things in marketplaces, especially in world economies that make it easier for us to see why assets like gold and silver perform so well. 
World debt is one of those things, and it's at its highest ever since peacetime. That's post-war era per capita world debt, and it's not being taken care of. The only time it throughout history in which we've had these heights in debt have all, circum- have all uh, circumvented around the idea that we're at war or that we're at some type of major catastrophe in the world that requires debt. What is the excuse for having all this debt right now? Uh, one answer so says here in the Zero Hedge article, is that the power of democracy in the world, uh, in order to pay down its debt, a country has got to maintain a primary surplus. Let's talk a little more about money for a second. In fact, this week, the the article that I was referencing before we went to break called The Fed Fears an Explosion on Wall Street, here's how J.P. Morgan lit the fuse, really is an expose of sorts into the mentality of central banks, and they see it through the eyes of individual large banking institutions like J.P. Morgan who are really just out for themselves. And that's the takeaway from the article after I read this article. Tell us a little more about what is happening in terms of liquidity and how J.P. Morgan is really flipping that whole idea that money should be lent out to the public versus keep it themselves. So there's an article this week. I put it on uh, on Guildhall's Twitter. We'll put it in the newsletter. It was written by Pam and Russ Martins, and it's called The Fed Fears an Explosion on Wall Street. Here's how J.P. Morgan lit the fuse. Now, you were just talking about the Fed, Darren, and uh, the Fed actually precipitated this because they rubber-stamped massive stock buybacks by major banks when they were doing their stress tests uh, this earlier this year. <clears throat> so the first, the first thing that this article really exposes well is that J.P. Morgan's been buying back stock like crazy, $77 billion so far this year. And apparently, a, a good portion of that money has been coming from uh, savers and uh, basically mom and pop account holders. So they've been taking that money and buying back their own stock, which is which is crazy. And, which are federally insured deposits right now, anyways, right? Well, so, so go ahead. Yeah, and, and um, so there was a, a reporter, David Henry from Routers, and he put that uh, analysts and bank rivals and said big changes J.P. Morgan made in its balance sheet played a role in the spike in the repo market, which is an important adjunct to the Fed funds market and used by the Fed to influence interest rates. So what are, what are we talking about here? J.P. Morgan has had money on hold at the Fed, and they're getting interest on that. They started pulling that all out over the, over the course of the last year and buying back their own stock. So this article does a great job of explaining what just happens when a company is buying back its own stock. So what they're essentially doing is they're limiting the supply of the stock out there, which drives demand, um, and then that drives the price higher because there's less available. We talk about Argyle Diamonds as an example, right? There's less pinks available, prices continue to rise. So the thing is, though, is that these CEOs of these companies and the execs on these companies get paid Jamie in Diamond? Jamie Dimon, they get paid in stock, and they get paid based on how the stock performs. So not only by buying back the own, their own stock does the price of the stock go up, which is great for their own paycheck, but they also own the stock, so it's great for their paycheck. And there is no regulation 
that stops this from happening. It's great. So mom and pops go into the banks, deposit their money in their member institutions around the world. In this particular article, they point out Chase, which is owned by J.P. Morgan, yeah. and a portion of that paycheck goes right into this program, which is federally insured, so they have little or no risk, the banks, that is, in spending this money because it's insured, and it goes right into the stock buyback of the institution that it's supporting in the first place. That's right. And you mentioned uh, FDIC. Thomas Honig, vice chair of the, of the uh, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, he wrote, uh, sent a letter in 2017 to the Senate Banking Committee committee and he said that if 10 of the largest US bank holding companies were to retain a greater share of their earnings earmarked for dividends and share buybacks and this is just in 2017 they would be able to increase loans by more than a trillion dollars which is more than 5% of annual US GDP so forget forget Trump's tax rebates and what that did for the US GDP the fact is is the banks aren't lending out which is what they should be doing in order to increase their business and increase organic growth there. And there's that word organic. But instead, they're like, who needs the economy? We've got just, let's just buy back our own stock and make it go higher and we get our paycheck. The Fed rubber stamped this. JP Morgan takes their money out of the Fed. And now the Fed, and they, they're basically saying, we don't want to lend money to other institutions. And so the, now the Fed is stuck there filling the gap for J.P. Morgan to buy back its own stock. Well, That's what this comes what? down to. Here's a solution for you, the listener. Invest in gold and silver. I'll tell you why. Because it's nobody's liability. It belongs to nobody else but you. It can't be hypothecated. It can't be reprinted. It can't be blown apart like a stock share and split down the middle. It can't. You can't get dividends from it. You can't live in it. You can't eat it. But you can hold it in the palm of your hands. And for us here... It has represented safety forever, for a lifetime, thousands of years. It's real money, and that's the bottom line. You need to own it, and to do that, call the number one eight seven seven eight silver or visit the website guildhallwealth.com. We'll be right back with more on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Let me remind you again, this week we are starting a new promotion for every 100-ounce Pamp Swiss Silver Bar that you buy well supplies last. We will give you absolutely free of charge with it a one ounce Philharmonic coin. It's a beautiful coin, music notes on it. It's a well loved coin around the world and well supplies last. It's yours free of charge at guildhallpreciousmetals.com. If you want to go there now, you can do so. Shop online from the comfort of your own home. Jeremy, I know this show and we try to make a point of it is not always about fear-mongering. That's not the job of what we do on a day-to-day basis. No, in fact, I've had clients call and say, you, you need to do that more. <laughs> well, it is true that the world is changing, and this week has been one of those weeks in which we were never having to look for real material. This is factual data that's coming at us 100 miles an hour, and yet another wonderful uh, article that came out, and in fact, we're going to talk about it right now, which is actually called... From boom to bust, here are 14 signs the U.S. economy is steadily weakening. Founded on Silver Doctors, and we'll include it in the weekly newsletter. And let's just start going through this list, help people understand a bit more about where we are. When we talk about gold and silver being important to you because of uncertainty, U.S. hiring, businesses hiring, 
has fallen to a seven-year low as of this month. Absolutely. Consumer confidence in the United States has now declined for three months in a row. Another one is defaults on subprime auto loans are happening at the fastest pace that we've seen since 2008. Well, you hear that term again, subprime, and I mean, that for me is fearful in and of itself. When I hear it in autos, it just means that it bounced from homes over to autos. It's getting uh, back into homes now. Very scary stuff. All the more reason we want to own gold and silver. The percentage of subprime auto loans, in fact, as they say, point number four, that are at least 60 days delinquent is now higher than it was at any point during the last recession in 2008 and And then as we move over to shopping malls, vacancies have hit a highest level since the last recession. And if Which you, I thought things were great. And speaking of shopping malls, retail, destiny, destination maternity, huge chain in the U.S. They're closing 183 stores uh, as the worst year for store closing in U.S. history just to continues to get worse. And it just goes to show in, in number seven, if you're seeing that uh, these retail stores are closing and uh, the U.S. shopping malls are, are losing uh, losing retailers, the cash freight index has now fallen for 10 months in a row. Right, and this is all got not getting soaked up by the likes of those who say, well, there's Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's just not. they got to use these systems in order to get product moved from place to place. Yeah. It isn't all in just their big, huge warehouses sitting there. This is retail problems that's leading to retail weakness. U.S. rail car load volumes, they've plunged to the lowest level in three years. In September, orders for Class 8 heavy-duty trucks were down 71%. This is the information dancing around the peripheral that isn't directly related to federal funds rates and interest rates and the amount of mortgages being taken out. These are all the things on the periphery, which when you look at them closely, spell out disaster, at least in the short term. And uh, number 10, Tesla U.S. sales were down a whopping 39% during the third quarter in 2019. And number 11, the bad news just keeps rolling in for the real estate industry. Last month, existing home sales in the U.S. declined by 2.2%. Well, home sales here in Canada have remained stable. Again, when we talk about the periphery or that which is outside of the GTA or the core metropolitan areas, also weakening and continuing to weaken. We talk to real estate agents all the time about it. Very scary. Uh, Point number 12, new home prices have fallen to the lowest level in almost three years. And now it gets spooky. According to one recent report, 44% of all Americans don't make enough money to cover their monthly expenses. Well, we know that we're we're on the verge of a welfare state in the U.S. And if things do start getting worse, going back to what Michael Pento was talking about on Greg Hunter this week, expect helicopter money. And we talked about that last week, Darren, as one of the tools that the that the Fed has, which is when when they run out of the you know quantitative easing and lowering interest rates, they're just going to literally print money, hand it over to the U.S. Treasury. They're going to give everyone a paycheck. Well, a recent survey in point number 14 found that more than two-thirds of all U.S. households are preparing for a possible recession. Which is why they're not buying Teslas. Right. Comes as no surprise to me. That is why you protect your wealth with something that has been tested through time, that is gold and silver. It is real money. And in the free investor package that you can get, you will 
buying information on how to own gold and silver. And we're going to talk about putting it in an RSP, a TFSA, a very smart thing to do. We have a seminar coming up November the 30th on just that topic alone. And we would like to invite you. It is in our offices. It will be easy to find on our website, guildhallwealth.com, 1-877-78-SILVER. Those are the two ways you can get in touch with us to find out more on gold and silver. We will be back momentarily on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. You are tuned in to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long. And Jeremy, on the last segment, just before we exited to the break, we talked about RSPs and TFSAs and seminar coming up. September the 30th, it's a Saturday morning, 10.30 in the morning here in our offices, limited space. So if you're listening to the show, please get booked because we do only have enough for around 25 to 30 people in total, and it will fill up quickly. If you are interested in finding out more about RSPs and TFSAs with gold and silver. Now, let's speak about that for a minute, Jeremy. One of the ways you can hold precious metals at Guildhall is in an RSP or TFSA of any type. That could be an existing RSP that already has money in it. It's already being funded. You could transfer it over or a TFSA or it could be a brand new one. Jeremy, for you, what are some of the benefits that you like about the RSPs or TFSAs? Well, just before I give you the benefits, I have to tell you a little anecdote. I heard from a, a client who's acquiring, who's opening, going through the process of opening an account, and he mentioned that a friend of his closed out his RSP in order to buy physical gold, mm. which can be a big mistake because not only do you pay up to 30% withholding tax, but then that gets added to your tax income for the year, which could bring it up to 50%. So you're losing 50% of your holdings before you've even made an investment, which right. is not a good way to go. So this gentleman and you know earlier in, in, in the, the show, we talked about Chinese investors are plowing into ETFs, which is essentially in, in many respects a derivative because you don't own that metal. So what's the benefit, Darren? Ownership, transparency. At Guildhall, clients actually own their own physical gold and silver. They get their serial numbers for the specific bars being held at the IROC-approved facility. They even have access to that facility to personally hold the product in their hand and audit their product. Yeah. I, I don't know anything else that gives people that sort of transparency. And I know from my own research, and I would encourage others to do it as well, once you compare the numbers as well, Usually it's enough that people say, yeah, I can buy physical gold or silver for pretty much what I would buy it over the counter and take it home. I can do it within an RSP. But if you compare physical allocated product in an RSP that what we do at Guildhall to other paper versions, the prices are very close, very comparable, because a lot of the time these paper investments charge a lot on the exchange. They'll charge you a storage even though you have zero access to it. Um, so you'll find that there's lots of different ways they kind of add up these fees along the way for you. With Guildhall, we're very clear about what these, what all of the costs of doing business are. And I have to say it's, it's, it, it's comparable to these paper investments. Well, if you're looking at gold and silver uh, in particular, Jeremy, a question that, that does pop up from time to time, uh, can I take it home? And the answer is no 
but there's a reason for it. You can't take home stock certificates either because that is considered deregistering your registered account or withdrawing from the TFSA. And that is why it must be held in a storage facility. But with a TFSA, you can come and go as you please. So if you know that there's a reason why you need some bullion at home or elsewhere in the world that you need to get it to, we can help you with that. We can walk you through those steps. We're not your planner. We're not your advisors. We are going to give this account to you and you're going to self-direct the account. You're going to use our expertise of logistics and what product to buy, what product types will be the best, what have gone up the highest, and what the markets are telling us and doing. We'll share information with you. You will get to make the decisions of what's best for you. And whether you want 8, 10, 15, 20% return, that choice is yours. You get to make that as this bull market develops and the prices go higher. Which they've done consistently. Uh, I think that just to go back a, a, a few moments there, the answer is you can't take it home if you want it to be in the RSP. Correct. Um, when I get asked that question, I say, yes, you can take it home, but you would be you would be uh, deregistering. deregistering the product. So I've had, a, I've had a client do that in the past. We've gone through the process. They paid their withholding tax, and the custodian releases the product. And here's so a great thing. Rather you can pay than it getting, in bullion. Yeah, rather than getting a check – Right, because you've deregistered your RSP or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Instead of getting a check, you get your bullion. And with the same thing with the TFSA, if you wanted to take it home, you just give a letter of direction and it's released to you. Very small fee to do that. Of course, you lose the benefit of the registered accounts in the first place. So I do like to show people that it is possible, but it's not. You can't. You can't have the both worlds. You can't have the RSP and hold it at home. All right. All of this starts by getting a free investor kit. No obligation. It comes to you free of charge. We can send that to you via email or write to your home address if you'd like us to. And it starts by going to guildhallwealth.com or calling the number one eight seven seven eight silver. If you believe like we do that there is value in ensuring your wealth and looking in a different direction to protect what is ahead uh, in this economy uh, and the money that you've already worked hard to build, then maybe gold and silver is the perfect way to do just that. I want you to know there's more to come on this show, so I want you to stay tuned. We're going to finish the show this week strong. We have a couple of things to talk about, giveaways that are part of this week's program, and a seminar coming up, the details of which we'll talk about in the next segment. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Welcome back from break. Darren Long alongside Jeremy Wiseman from Guildhall, both of us here and both ready to finish strong this week, Jeremy. Again, lots to talk about in this market, but we just reminded ourselves this is incredible. Gold up 15.5% right now year to date. Silver up 13.5% year to date. And I think we both agree We've barely scratched the surface of what we expect on this next move up in price. Yeah, we know that, and we've talked about on la on previous shows that a lot of the major banks feel that gold could get to sixteen hundred by the end of the year. I think the fact that we got back up over fifteen hundred in in a strong this way mm -hmm. did give the sort of the the confirmation that gold has re-entered a bull market. And in a bull market, things are going to go up and down, and that that kind of um, uh, extremes are to be expected. But ultimately, it's been a very good year for gold. And even as the Fed dropped interest rates yesterday, of course, gold and silver got slammed. And then, you know, the, the Chinese 
uh, come out and they say we're, you know, we don't think that we're ever going to see a big trade deal. And then all of a sudden the Dow starts going down and the markets start moving up. And then um, Hong Kong goes into recession. You still have the Brexit issue. Uh, you've got, as I mentioned, the trade deal issue. You've got low interest rates. The economy is not really as strong as, as the Fed and mainstream media would like to have you believe. So there's a lot of factors out there in the world that uh, geopolitically are pushing gold much higher and have people very much worried about what's happening. I think one of the standout points that I almost forgot, and you mentioned in the second segment, Darren, was that we're in one of the largest expansions of the stock market and the valuations are just so extreme and the debts are so extreme that you do have to wonder, well, how much higher can it possibly go? Um, how do you sit there and say, are you, you know, are you ready for another 2008 if that were to happen? Are you prepared to take your money off the table? And or are you going to wait until the stock market decides to start going down, at which point you could be locked out? We've seen it in the gold and silver market where, you know, we had some stops in the market and, and once they got triggered, it didn't get filled at that price. It got filled at a much lower price. And so that's something that people should be concerned about as well when they're thinking about their own portfolios right now and how much risk is in the system. And if they have made money, maybe it's time to start thinking about taking some good amount of money off the table. The best, by comparison, performing mutual funds this year in Canada in the 17% range. Gold up 15.5%. More than likely to finish the year even stronger than that. And I'd put it up against any of them, any day. And these are very big ones from the big banks. They involve blue chip stocks. And here we have gold and silver, which has long been called relic. It's long been called something you can't eat, something you can't live in. But yet here it continues to perform and protect wealth year after year after year. Averaging, in fact, in Canadian dollars since 2004, over 9% and just under 9% for silver. And respectfully on both metals the best is yet to come so yeah. this is what we're talking about now yeah you want to you know when it comes to precious metals let's look at the fundamentals right you've got the fed is 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 increasing its balance sheet the debts around the world are growing and eventually even if the fed can keep staving off a recession eventually people are going to call bs on it and it's not going to be good news for the u.s dollar and when the u.s dollar starts to sink and all other currencies start to sink, you're going to see gold rise in those currencies. So dollar devaluation, inflation, these are some of the key reasons to be part of the gold and silver market. Then you move into supply demand. There's, what, 5 billion ounces of gold above ground, maybe 1 billion ounces of silver. That means even at 1 billion ounces, there's 7 billion plus people on the planet. Not everyone can own an ounce of silver. Right. So if you know we've got clients buying five, ten, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand ounces, you know those are first world problems that these people have that they have that ability to buy that much silver because it's so undervalued. We've talked about the the gold silver ratio ad nauseum. So you got supply and demand as as one thing. You've got the um, you've got inflation and dollar devaluation as another. And then Trade there's wars. then there's geopolitical unrest. Geopolitical unrest. There's we don't trust this country. They don't trust us. What's going to happen as a result? You're seeing all of these people taking to the streets all over the world, right? Sometimes I get asked, what happens if the Canadian government wanted to confiscate 
my gold. Well, now it's time to grab a pitchfork and get out onto the streets because that's not the democracy that you grew up in, right? And at what point are you going to stop rolling over? And one of the reasons why we love gold so much is because there's no counterparty risk. You are your own central bank if you own gold and silver. You know, you could take cash out of the bank, put it under the bed, but it still can be victim to inflation. Gold is not that victim. Gold has never been that victim. And in a world of complete uncertainty, there is certainty in gold. Well, I want to remind people that we sent out recently uh, a flyer, if you will, in the mail. It is something that we're very proud of, talking about our, what we offer, and in particular highlighting the option for RSPs and TFSAs. We have a seminar coming up. If you've gotten the flyer, if you received it at home, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think of it, some feedback on it. But that seminar is something that you can have for free. It is coming up November the 30th. It's 10.30 a.m. in the morning here at the Guildhall office. Seating is limited to the first 25 to 30 people. We'll jam this place in nice, packed, tight. And there are questions that will be asked that maybe you didn't think of as an individual that will get asked by the rest of the group and an opportunity for you right there and then to open up your account, get the wheels in motion, and put some gold and silver into an RSP TFSA. And in order to get into that seminar, call the number one eight seven seven eight silver or go over to the website to the seminar page at guildhallwealth.com and we can talk about any aspect of holding gold and silver and help you along this journey. I want to thank you for being tuned into the Real Money Show. This is Guildhall Wealth Management, and you have been listening on Global News Radio, six forty Toronto.